The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And this is the second most wonderful time of the year. We're inside the SWBC podcast studio, and we're all in agreement, I think, that the holiday season is the most wonderful time of the year. But I think this is second best because we're in March, and free agency's about to start. And these teams are about to get assembled, and we got so much to talk about on this week's edition of Mix Shots. <laughs> addiction. It is, an, it addiction is an addiction for somebody in here. <laughs> don't you just love this time of the no, year? No, I hate it. No, Why? You don't. No, you don't. You love it. those guys out there on the combine. You love watching the young I studs. I love this. Young studs coming up trying to make a way. I mean, Come in on. the next week or so, two weeks. Right. These teams are going to be put together. We had breaking news this morning. We've got a new quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Yes, we do. Did they finally get it done? Or they're saying well, they're going to do it? It said official. It's official. It's official? Said, uh, yeah, this morning okay. when I left, it said Depends official. on who said it. Uh, NFL Network. I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good source. Check it out. All right. It says right now, Saints closing in on deal with Derek See, Carr. There you go. So that's not official. That's well, closing you know how they, one story <laughs> that, comes hey, in. That's why I don't one, like no, this time of year. Got, got stars <laughs> on both sides of the, the, the You, you got to figure out who you yeah. believe. Now, next Monday is going to be the day when all of this happens because that's yes. when the negotiating period opens. Next month. So how are we going to do the show next week? I mean, we do the show right when the negotiating window opens. Is that what time? Basically, I think. Yeah, in yeah, the morning. Yeah, because we miss yeah. everything. It's like 11 No, we're going to be right on top of this it. This time. Because all the reports are going to be coming out. That's right. Go. Oh, man, this is going to be a great show next Nothing week. Nothing official, but it's <laughs> Not a, that this show won't be a great show, that's too. That's right. But Got a deadline tomorrow? All right, right. I, I have, have, I have something tomorrow. since it's this time of year. You know, we go Going back to last year. Who did you have your eye on in the combines? When you he said, had Micah Parsons. No, that, that, that was the year before. He was going to be the guy that was the year before. Micah Parsons. <laughs> that years was two ago. years ago. I retired after that one. <laughs> yeah, you, I got you can. That you right, can retire. Right? Yes. Yeah. yes I had my eye on that uh, offensive tackle from Tulsa, Tyler mm-hmm. Smith. No, no I'm kidding. I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, when you look at it. It turns out I should have had my eye on him. It turned out everybody <laughs> shut the hell up about him. Uh-huh. So, See? Yeah. He's, he's, was he your guy? Oh. Was he one of those guys? No. Who who'd you have that? I, did, I, I have to remember who I'd was have in to the look Come at, on. All y'all did was the book. He's got this book. You got your stuff. You, you can't remember from last year? I would have no. to look at the I remember draft. better from 2010 than I <laughs> See, do from and that's last why. Year. I need to talk to younger people. So, <laughs> so, yeah, and all the younger people, nobody had Tyler Smith. No, they did not. Right? They not. So they did, young all, old, young they did old. all this studying for three months, mm-hmm. right? And Tyler Smith probably never passed their list. He wasn't on anybody's, uh, especially 16th on anybody's and, draft And list. when we chose him, everyone said that was a mistake. Yeah. They really did. They didn't believe that's until— That's why they're called so-called <laughs> experts. That's why— That's not what they call themselves. <laughs> that's why this is not the greatest time of year. 
<laughs> well, if you're going with predictions, no, you're right. It is not the greatest time of the year. So who's the who's the who's that person? We had the guy from from Georgia. Was that two years ago? Or last year. That's well, this, the big, that was this, well this last year the last first year. pick in the draft was from Georgia. That was That's Trayvon big man. Walker. That's big defensive man, right? end went to Jacksonville. And, and it might have been this year. Yep. Jalen so, Carter had uh, some issues. We'll, we'll see well, what could happens be, there. Could be, mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. A little controversy, but and I heard uh, maybe not the sharpest. Well, that's probably why he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it's because he's you know. That's all part of this process is yeah. trying to figure out who the sharpest is. Mm-hmm. So when you look at him, if I'm not mistaken, I saw him doing cartwheels and, and flips. Did I see that? M- maybe I'm pretty sure I saw him do a cartwheel and, and then make backwards a, flip and then make a tackle. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just coming out for warm miles. No, he's wow, that would be amazing. He's pretty good. He he is, huh? Yeah, as a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Now you got to understand: are is he? A, I think he's a three-down guy. Mm-hmm. But is he a three-down guy to take at the top of the draft? Um, he said number one overall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every every mm-hmm. it's not like the car story. No, this is legitimate. They said number one. Overall. And because of the issues that he had, uh, now he was going to be. It was just going to be the top four or five teams in the draft were really going to have to study him because he's going to be long gone. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's got to study him uh, because who he knows? He might fall. He might, he might fall. Down. That's right. A la um, Lyle Collins, right? Lyle Collins. That's right. Right. That's he right. had the troubles. Uh, that was, but that, the difference on Collins was that it was so close to the draft when it happened mm-hmm. that uh, people everyone panicked. Yeah, and, and teams didn't have time to do their research. They couldn't. Uh, one thing on this is they have time now to figure it all out. So, yeah, we should and have a talk to read. him. He ended right. up going free agent, right? Yes, oh, Cowboys yeah. signed him as a <laughs> college crazy. free agent. He'll never ca- yeah. he'll never make up that money that he could have had. Correct. Which, okay, you bring up Lyle Collins. Let's get to the news that the uh, the decisions that the Cowboys have to make here in the next 24 hours with the uh, deadline tag. looming with the franchise tag. And, Mickey, give us an update on what they're thinking. Well, I'm sure they're thinking that they would like to sign Tony Pollard to a multiple-year deal. Uh, but it sounded like after listening to Jerry on Friday from the Combine that if that doesn't get done – then they indeed will franchise him one year, uh, $10.01 million guaranteed is the franchise tag to uh, reserve his rights. For a running back. For a running back. Uh, and then they're going to have to coordinate that with what they do with Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, Jerry said if he had his druthers, both guys, they will resume just what they were doing this year with both guys that he wants them back. Um, you know, Jerry talked about how he gets accused of hanging on to his stars too long. I think people forget he cut Troy Aikman. He cut Emmett Smith. Um, now, he may have signed guys to an extension, maybe too, you know, uh, too late in their careers, but – but he did cut these guys. He moved on from DeMarcus Ware. Moved on from Ware. So, yeah, somehow he's got this reputation that he hangs on to. Moved on from Everson Walls. He, he, I, I was like, hey, I'm drowning <laughs> over here, Jerry. Come on, save me. Jerry, Jerry started playing the, the, the horn. Hey, brother, good to see you go. 
You did well. So, <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I think those are, you know, the things they've got to decide. And, you know, Stephen made it sound like they would use the tag um, if they have to. Uh, and if it's not um, – if it's not Tony Pollard, they, you know, have other alternatives of what they could do. Although Jerry said, um, you know, I got to decide how important this tight end is going to be in this offense, mm. and interesting juxtapose that against what those young guys did and what they might be able to do to decide what market value is for Dalton Schultz. That is that that is to me that's the most interesting uh, story right now. I mean, to me, and speaking as a, if I was going to, if I was an owner of the team, and I see what Pollard's going through right now, franchise. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be quick about it. I wouldn't think too much on it. I'd franchise him. And speaking as a fan, though, it's hard for me to give up Zeke Elliott. It's hard for me to give Zeke up. Uh, not just, you know, sentimental value. He had value on this team, still has value in the way he was able to run the ball and help us move the chains. And Jerry, by the way, emphasized that towards the end of the year, he was playing through an injury uh, again. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, he didn't, he's not um, devaluing his talent, like what he's capable of doing, but there likely needs to be adjustment on the base salary which I think they could come to a uh, equitable conclusion on that one on both sides, mm -hmm. right? Uh, to not have him uh, with a $10.9 million base salary. See, everybody says he costs them $16 million. Well, third of that is basically the leftover signing bonus that, and restructure bonus that still needs to be accounted for. He's already paid them that. Uh, it's the 10.9 that they have to restructure. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen, because this is the way the fans are, <clears throat> and the media as well. Once Pollard starts making big money, then the the <laughs> criticism is going right. to be much more harsh they, on him. And they draft guy this year in the fourth or fifth round, yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden that guy's going to be – Right, right. Yeah. They love us when we're not making any money. You know, we, we're that hard life right. story. You know, we're that person who's fighting him from the bottom. He's trying to dig his way out. But once you start making the money, now all of a sudden you're bougie. You know, you, you, you're too good for us. You're not you're, – matter of fact, you're not good enough for us because of what – we're paying you. When so I'm looking forward to that change in attitude. That changed the whole landscape of the NFL probably around, what would you say, 1990, when salaries became almost public. Who was the first? Public. Who was the one to kick it off? Like back in free agency with the baseballs, Messersmith or somebody like that. Who who would you say kicked it off? What salary? Andy Messersmith. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went out my butt on that one. I thought he was going to go to <laughs> Kirk Flood or no, something. No, well, I mean, come on, that's who started it. But Messersmith ended up uh, capitalizing off of it. But when, when NFL salary started <laughs> almost becoming public knowledge, mm -hmm. uh, I think that changed how people You're looked welcome. at, welcome. at uh, players because now it wasn't – uh, how much you make, it's how well are you playing for how much you make. I do recall, you know, when they put it in USA Today, but they were, mm -hmm. they already knew about the salaries. But Myers, Gary Myers put it in USA Today, and I supplied them with the, with the salaries. Because as a union rep, what you had was 
teams and players were being dishonest about what they were making. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm one of one, one of uh, Textram's guys, you know, I'm gonna Tex and I are gonna agree that I'm not making as much as you know everyone says I'm making. Oh, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars less than that, but they were in cahoots, and it it, it uh, damaged the relationship with uh, future teammates because. Now you find out that he's making more when you were negotiating and making less so that you can, you know, be right there with him. So it probably started then here. That was around 89. How about 86 when they signed Herschel to basically— There's always that, that, that one moment what, that what, kicked everything off. What was it? He, what, I want, he got 100000 that sounds that silly something? right now, right? That's why I checked myself. <laughs> right, right. Was it a million? No, <laughs> it was a hundred thousand, right? And they asked Tony Dorsett what he thought about it, and Tony, Tony Dorsett promptly said, "I feel like a hundred thousand dollar man. Mm-hmm. Like if he's getting that, that's what I deserve too." Yeah, but they, that's not what he got. Yeah, it was just a sign to come, things to come. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's it's not how much you make, it's how well you play mm-hmm. with how much you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's certainly started that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Tomorrow's the deadline uh, on the on the franchise tender. Uh, and like I said, and then if th- they happen to get something done in time with Pollard, then, um, you know, you could use it elsewhere. Although it's pretty expensive to use it on a safety, mm-hmm. $14 million. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys have spent that much on a safety. Yeah, Donovan Wilson. So the toughest sign, you think, would be Wilson versus Schultz? Because what you just talked about with those tight ends, well, that Schultz was ex- is going to be about the same price on a one-year deal now. Yeah, yes, but because every- he's got a 20% increase over last year because if he was the franchise player. But I think year. what makes it more titillating is you've got two other guys at his position right. that are extremely, to me, extremely right. valuable to the Cowboys. And Jerry talks extensively about, okay, you can't have everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I have with young guys that we have to count on stepping up, mm-hmm. somebody to move in? I guess he could have used Tyler Smith on that after he struggled his rookie year and then when he was forced to start the next year uh, when Lael Collins got hurt, he stepped up and played. By the way... I hadn't seen this anywhere else and just doing research while y'all are talking. This is the 30th anniversary of NFL free agency. Wow. 1993 is when it started. They had the Plan B free agents yes, prior to did. that from 1989 yeah, to 92. But the salary cap didn't start till 94. Okay. So that's what changed everything. Mm-hmm. I think guys ended up, there was a form of free agency in 93, that's right? That's Plan B. Well, Plan B actually was no, that 89, eighty-nine to ninety-two, because that's how Novacek, Novacek got here. and Rob Awalt were the big Plan B free agent signings. That's about tight the ends. best thing happened with Plan B. Otherwise, I thought it sucked. Well, mm-hmm. I think they also so sucked. ninety-three when the, when free agency or ninety-four. I mean, you were just you Ow. just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I came along too too soon. soon. (laughs) Pat Summerall, we all came around too soon. (laughs) Well, James Washington, Plan B, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they brought in like 20 guys that year when Plan B started. Um, and back then, you could protect a certain number of players. 30-some, I 37 think. 37 or so, seven, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then the others were subject to 
which also caused problems because yes. feelings got hurt, right? Oh, you didn't think I was good enough to protect? <laughs> and then and then no one pick you up and you're well, like, it's okay, like, glad to be here. It's always watch, watch what you wish for. Right. You just might get it. Yeah, absolutely. And the other – the. Uh, Landmark, and when you talk about sports contracts, the landmark milestone contract was Kirby Puckett's uh, in about eight, 1989, oh, 1990. Yes. He, was, he was the first $3 million player. He's climbing the wall, yeah, baby. $3 million a year. That was uh, I'm through surprised the it wasn't a Yankee. Yeah, that's true. Usually it was I, I, especially surprising a Minnesota <laughs> twin would be the one. Of, yeah. all, of all teams. Yeah. All right, uh, how about Terrence Steele? Yeah, and it's – been reported that that they will use the second round tender uh, on Terrence Steele as a restricted free agent. Uh, that'll cost him 4.3 million uh, on that one year deal. But again, you can negotiate out of that, uh, and you know, still there's no restriction on signing those guys to a long term deal. So you can always do that uh, with the restricted guys. So we'll see what happens. So are you um, surprised they went with the second-round tender I, I instead of a first-round tender? I thought that was, yeah, because I think or, or, would somebody I say, I say they up, went with it. It is an official. Yeah, that, that, would somebody give up a second-round pick to sign him to a long-term deal? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But, again, he's coming off that ACL. And mm-hmm. they can say, oh, he's ahead of schedule. How do you know? It's two months, right? Where were we at? March 6th? Mm-hmm. His surgery was mid-December, two and a half months. They're trying to get him back for the beginning of the season, correct? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what they're But that's since they're he saying. is a free agent, a restricted free agent at that, a team yeah. could bring him in and check him out and see if how he that is, knee, how that knee quickly, is doing. Right. And some team with a gob of money. And then, of course, the Cowboys would have the opportunity to match, to match whatever it. offer yeah. uh, he might receive out there. And if he, they let him go, then they get a second-round draft pick back for it. And I, I um, figured out that – how about this? With Steele starting the first 13 games last year, the Cowboys at least averaged four yards a carry. In each of those games, or in those games, mm-hmm. uh, ten times, ten of the thirteen. Okay, in the final four regular season games, with him missing, they never averaged more than three point eight, and in the last two games, two seven and two four, uh, and that continued in the playoffs. So I don't know if this is coincidence or not. But in the playoffs, it was 3-7 against Tampa Bay and 3-5 in the loss uh, to San Francisco. And they got to 3-5 against San Francisco thanks to Dak carrying the ball four times for 22 yards. So he averaged over five yards a carry. Mm -hmm. So they struggled to run the football when he wasn't in there. You started, oh, but you had Tyron Smith. Okay, well, Tyron Smith hadn't done anything for, what, 13? Yep. 13 weeks. And playing a position he hadn't played since 2012. The other thing that I think people forgot during that stretch when they struggled to run the football, uh, they lost Biotish in game 16 and didn't play in game 17. And that meant they had to start with the line shuffle, right? McGovern goes to center, Tyler Smith to guard, 
Jason Peters at 40 years old is now playing full-time at tackle uh, until Biotis returned for uh, the playoff and game. And Peters was like, thank God, because my hip is killing me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, Tyler Smith, I thought, was pretty darn – I mean, um, Terrence Steele was pretty darn important to what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, this this perception out there that they didn't run the ball or – to me, I went back and looked, you guys. They were, And I know it's 17 games, Okay. They ran the ball 531 times. You got to go back to 1994 to find the last time they ran more in a single season. Mm-hmm. And even if you take away the 27 carries in the 17th game, they're at 504. And there's only been four other times since 94 that they ran the ball more than 500 times in a season. So that's that's kind of surprising. So all this talk about well now we're going to change or we're going to run more. No, you better run more effectively, right? That's the problem. You can run 30 35 times a game, but mm-hmm. if you're only averaging three and a half carries a game, it doesn't seem like you're getting anywhere. So to me this whole talk about you know McCarthy wants to run the ball more, you know Kellen Moore was all he wanted to do was throw was misleading because they ran the ball more than they had since McCarthy got here. If you try to put it together and maybe look at some different scenarios on why they ran so much, could Dak's interceptions be a factor? You know, uh, let's say he wouldn't have thrown so many interceptions. Then we'd be we'd have more success with our passing game. Therefore, run the ball less. So do you think it was because we had to tone it down during the game? Like, we're killing them with the pass. All of a sudden, Dak throws an interception. Like, okay, we need to back up a little bit. Right. I wonder if that had anything to do with those numbers because his interceptions were unusual in the amount. Right. Yeah. So did we react? Was that a reaction to those untimely turnovers? I think it's something we could look at. I don't have an answer for that. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. All right, it's time for a break. Okay. I got a trivia question for you. All right. Franchise tag deadline day looming on Tuesday. Who was the first player that the Cowboys used the franchise tag on when Mix Shots continues Mm. in a moment? The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now. 214-225-4860 or go to kpostcompany.com. I wake up, I wake up, I was dreams thinking about this commercial. And, you know, reading. <laughs> Do you need a new roof? Yeah, I, I got the number in my head. I'm like, okay. We yeah. lost uh, three shingles off our roof when the oh, wind no. came through Time last to go, week. Baby. Does that Time mean? To call. Does that mean anything? Do Time I need to, to have a roofer yeah, come out? Check it. <laughs> Better check it. Better you know, come and on out. all I could think of was uh, uh, our guy upstairs, William. Um, he had just put a new roof on his house, and the hail was supposed to come like <laughs> two days later. <laughs> I said, "Are you going to go up there with a huge umbrella?" <laughs> oh God. Replay one year. I, I think I bought three roofs. What? What? One roof to sell my house. Oh. When we moved. Yeah. Bought a new house from scratch. Bought that roof, and then by the end of the year, we had hail damage and had to buy another <laughs> roof. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. K Post. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Where was K Post when I needed them? <laughs> All right, uh, I, I remembered I asked a trivia yes, question. Yes, you did. Do you remember what the question yeah, was, the Mickey? Question. The first franchise. First time the Cowboys players. used the franchise tag was when and who was it on? He stumped. I want to say, oh, it's Mickey's it's phone. Breaking it's news he is looked coming at in. It and he didn't turn it off. He's <laughs> not going to do it by himself. Um, it's one of two people. Anthony Spencer or Flozell Adams? Yes, no, maybe? It would be one of those two. Now, which one? I'm trying to think of the years. Well, Anthony Spencer was much later than Flozell Adams. So, so then I it think was I would Flozell go. Adams. <laughs> 2002, Flozell Adams. And how much was the franchise tag for an offensive tackle in 2002? Now, you got me on that one. First of all, let's talk about how unique that name is. Flozell. Flozell. <laughs> I never even thought about it until today. I mean, many, many times. Great, great name. Damn, Flozell. Flozell. <laughs> Which, by the way, was a draft day controversy, too, by the way. Why when the that? Cowboys took him in the second round because supposedly he fell out of the first round because he was deaf in one year and he couldn't hear the play and That calls. is not true. Well, he didn't really have any problems oh. getting to the Pro Bowl, right? But did he? Uh, I don't think he played it? with a hearing aid or getting to a second contract. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't hear him. That was one of those things that came out this time of year. Right. Okay. All right, and it was four point nine million dollars for a tackle in two thousand two. So and, twenty-one years ago, four point nine million. And now it's twenty. 
something like it. Yeah. You got the numbers somewhere in your Somewhere in one of my illegal All right, breaking news. This just into the SWBC podcast studio. According to media reports, the Cowboys are exercising the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. Yeah. See, they they listen to me. That's breaking on Twitter right now as we speak. But they don't have to. When I said it, then they said, you know what? Let's go listen to everything. They don't have to turn it in until, (laughs) what, 3 o'clock tomorrow? That's right. So that could be a negotiating ploy, too. Mm, there How about you go. that? All right. You didn't want our long-term deal with upfront money? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You work every week for your paycheck now. See how It's that. guaranteed, though. Yeah. But you don't yes. get it ahead of time. You I don't, don't? No. No. You it's get it your weekly. Salary. Just like you it's got paid salary. weekly. But it's guaranteed. Yes. It's guaranteed. But what if I gave you, you $10 million today? By the 1st of January, what would that do in some sort of savings fund? I'd say you were crazy because I'm not worth $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so if, if you're playing, Tony Pollard, if you're Tony Pollard, what contract would you agree to that's not, uh, that's a multi year contract? First of all, he knows he's, he's coming from a, a weak position. I truly believe that. Uh, will that humble him? I don't know. but Or you bet on yourself because you're coming from that weak position and say, okay, let me reestablish myself and make $11 million. And that's frustrating as a player. Right. Because you can, you can be frustrated all you want. The team is still going to say, what do you expect, man? You're coming off an injury. And he, he knows that's what they're thinking. All right. So is there a way to do a contract – because you got the Zeke situation there, mm-hmm. to do a contract that guarantees him ten point one million dollars this year. You you give it a signing bonus, but but he becomes a free agent next year. Unrestricted, unrestricted free agent next year. Like you do a two year deal and you give him a signing bonus. What to, to relieve the impact on the cap? See what I'm saying? And. But he's still allowed to reach free agency next year. Like put, put but but a, the benefit for the team right now is year. he doesn't count $10 million this year. Instead, you spread that over two years. Okay, so let's say $5 million this year, and $5 make million the next year. year avoidable. Yeah, right, on the start of the league I, year next year. I, I think so you probably that would be with that. That, So that would be the team betting on him. You know, as opposed to him betting on himself. And, that, and what that does for Pollard is it gives him— But you got to have a base salary. He, get, he has a base salary, uh, and so I mean, I'm, I say roughly five million each each year, whatever. You, oh. you the base salary is the minimum. So you're ba- you're giving him the signing $10 bonus, million ten million dollars, which he gets now. Okay, okay, and he still can. Uh, there's a avoidable the second year, right? And, and, and so it's spread over two years. So the length of the contract is two years, or you can spread it over. Three years or whatever, and and you just make it voidable March fifteenth next year. Yeah, there's probably some sort of there's probably some sort of rule on say that sounds too voidable easy, huh, years. Yeah. Okay, let's just easy. say, but let's, let's keep it simple. <laughs> Let, let's keep it simple, and you're basically cutting that ten million dollar in half where mm-hmm. you're yeah. spreading oh, over I know. two years. I know what you're saying. And he so he gets the benefit for Pollard is he gets the money up front. And he becomes a free agent next year, so that doesn't change, whatever. Is there any value from both sides on doing that? 
And that's only when they, when you realize that he has been franchise tagged, because otherwise he wants a long term. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So what what you would do is continue negotiating after you tag him. Right. Make sure he doesn't get out there in free agency. And then you can work on something. But yeah, whatever they have, it, they have to trust each other. Whatever you do, he's got to make eleven million dollars this year, guaranteed. Right. Right. And even if you did a three-year deal, and you said, "Okay, but your signing bonus is eleven million dollars." That's what that's a bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was saying do it over three years, mm-hmm. and then give them reasonable base salaries in the next two years. And it, but it, and it doesn't take away his ability to become a free agent next year. Right. So I mean, that seems like a way that you can lessen the impact on the salary cap this year, which will allow. There you may be some rule on how many years. You have to sign somebody to get avoidable, but maybe yeah, you okay. might be yeah. able to do that. Well, go ahead, so. Bill. Anyway. <laughs> All right, just doing the that, negotiating. That, that, here. that fake law degree comes uh-huh. in handy. That's, right. <laughs> that's why I gra- that's why I graduated from law school in one month. <laughs> Got the hell out of there. One month. All right, how about Terrence Steele? What are you going to do on? Uh, what, what about Terrence Steele and uh, how it? Uh, Let's say obviously they want to they want to get a long term or, or a multi year deal with Terrence Steele right now, right? Right. Would love to. So what would be a workable contract there from both sides? Well, once again, somehow he's got to make four point three million Dude. this year. Yep, yep. So and, now and you got to give him that. something up front. Mm-hmm. Now they've done this before with other guys, and I was thinking that they, they did it with a um, a safety one year instead of making. Two million over the tender, friend mm-hmm. restricted tenure in one year. They gave him like four over two, and spread it out where they gave him some signing bonus. Dude, we played a, this game last year, uh, last week or, or two weeks ago, and I, you didn't like my idea. Which was? Did I say it was for steel? Yes, for Steele. Like sign him to a three-year deal. For $12 million or yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and give him $6 million up front. Yeah. Yeah, and then spread it out over Keep in mind, years. Lyle Collins, last year it was reported as a three-year $30 million deal with Cincinnati. It was really two years $20 million. Okay. Okay, so that was the going rate last year for a right tackle. Mm-hmm. So $10 million a year. So, so, so would you do two years, twenty million dollars? Would some other team? Tarrant? Would some other team do that? Or they would probably. I think the Cowboys would for a quickly match pick. two yeah. years, twenty million. Yeah. But would another team go three years, forty-five million? Not coming off an ACL. Yeah. That always complicates things, and that's exactly why players don't like playing the final year of their contract without anything guaranteed going forward. That's why they want to negotiate, and that's what's going to happen with um, C.D. Lamb, right? Well, they'll pick up his fifth year, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that will be next year's problem. But Trayvon Diggs, Diggs is going into the final year of his contract. And, and I, I, don't, I don't like going into it either. I, I wouldn't at, at this uh, stage. You know, because once that contract is up, first of all, it's very tense between management and player when you're in that last year of your contract. I just don't like that kind of drama 
around the locker room. If you can get rid of that right away, then get rid of it. You did it with Romo. You did it with, with, with Troy. You did it with so many different players that you feel comfortable with that you know are going to be your guys. And if you, if you let that go out to the last year, then, yeah, you look at the Lamar Jackson thing to where now I'm feeling unappreciated. And now the pressure is on because everyone knows I feel unappreciated. And management is ducking from a- answering questions. I- I'm, I'm sitting up here with my, I'm, I'm, you know, pouting because my lips dragging the ground because I don't have my money. So if you think about it, it happened to how many guys this year? It happened to Steele, got hurt, final year of his contract. Mm-hmm. Happened to Pollard, got hurt, final year of his contract. Happened to Anthony Brown got hurt, final year of his contract, happened to Donovan Wilson, although he didn't finally – It wasn't the same extent. It wasn't yeah. the – yeah, he played through. I mean, that was the most games he started in a single season. Yeah. But it could have, and then look what happens. The last thing you want to do is be unrestricted free agent coming off an injury. That's it, man. Because you've got no – it's like trying to sell a house when they're repairing something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you got a for sale sign, and then you got a construction guy doing something. For Take it you. back a year ago, Michael Gallup, and yes. Michael Gallup, there same thing. Then he got a contract here. Yeah, and, and, and so that's and why everybody's mad at him. That's why um, <laughs> now Cooper's gone. Yeah, right. Well, Jerry, Jerry talked about that for five minutes at least, and no everybody one, still pissed no, off. But no one asked him the question. It was if he you knows go back what they're listen, thinking. He said, "Yeah, I heard, I heard uh, Stephen answer that question." He goes, "And I, I don't have to speak for for Stephen." He goes, "But I think, but I think I am." It created some things that just weren't accurate, so I thought I'd clear those up without you asking me. Did he clear it up? Uh, yeah, because oh. he he made he made mention by doing that, then they save money for this year and next year, and you got to rely to get on another wide receiver, young guys to come through. <laughs> CD I mean, Lamb, right? You still, still, it's like the, the, the what they, the snake eating his own tail, you know. But he <laughs> didn't. But he did not I mean, rule out. He did not rule out signing a prominent free agent if it fits right. And he would spend whatever that needed to to a free agent what to make it. He didn't I, say the position. <laughs> he better not. But what position? Okay, let's speculate. He better not say the position. <laughs> well, what do re- we need? Wide receiver. Okay, come on, man. Cornerback. That's the tail right That's there. Cornerback. There it goes right there. Cornerback. Okay. Um. Yeah. Safety. Yeah. Right. All right. Break. Break. We continue. Chris, Chris with is more worried that we're getting to a like, territory that's tenuous. He's like, nope, nope, break. Hmm. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to Mick Shots. Registration is now open for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys Youth Football and Cheer Camps presented by Invisalign. Use promo code SPRINGBREAK23 for $25 off camp on March 14th and or 15th at AT&T Stadium. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps. I almost was going to say Campo. <laughs> <laughs> you stumbled through that one. So Campo. Sorry about that. That's the first time. Okay, our last few minutes here of mix shots. And uh, we had the breaking news earlier. The Cowboys are placing the franchise tag on Tony Pollard. B. John Robinson had a pretty good uh, combine uh, weekend, it appeared. The Texas running back who won the Doak Walker Award. Four four six. I saw you. That ran. was what he ran. Wow. Yeah, that's not bad. For a running back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a true time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think somebody one somebody else ran faster mm-hmm. among the running backs. I think so. But um, Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Network has him ranked as the number f- his number four overall player in this draft. B. John Robinson, not the number four running back. Number overall four overall player. player. That's, not, that's saying a lot. So, the way they treat running backs these days. Is that so, behind Carter? I didn't look at this oh, list. Okay, but I just know he was number four. So, as to your point, all right, you're not supposed to draft running backs mm-hmm. that high anymore, right? No way he makes it to twenty six, right? I don't think so. He said he gave him the same grade as Christian McCaffrey, uh, who what? went number eight to Carolina. So he's he's that good of a receiver as a running back. He is a good receiver. Mm. Um, I thought Stephen Jones had an interesting comment on that uh, early in the week last week when he was asked about drafting a running back in the first round. Um, and he said, well, normally – um, you have 18 to 20 first-round grades in a draft. And so by the time you get to 26, chances are, you know, you're not going to have one there. So basically what he's saying, if you took a running back at 26, it's almost like taking a second-round uh, second guy, yeah. which you, could, you can qualify. But he, prior to that, said that um, your first-round picks, you would like them – to play on their second uh, contract. 
Um, and he said a lot of times running backs don't last that long mm-hmm. to play through two contracts. Right. Um, Which so, is unusual because they don't use them as much as they used to. Right. So you would think they'd have more longevity. And so that, you know, I, I'm sure that got everybody thinking, oh, okay, but Zeke got his second contract and look at him. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's fallen off. I think, number one, he played through something, and number two, the running game just broke down, meaning what was going on on the offensive mm-hmm. line. Now we'll see because they've changed running back coach and they changed offensive line coaches. So, And uh, who's setting up maybe the run scheme with McCarthy now kind of the offensive coordinator slash play caller. So that goes back to what I was talking about earlier about it wasn't their inability to run the ball enough. They just didn't run it well enough. And that's what's got to improve somehow, some way. Fastest running back was the man from Texas A&M. Oh, that's right. A-Chain. A-Chain. 4-3-2. Wow. Yeah. I like Everson's reaction when we say 45. Because I was so slow. I, <laughs> I, know, went, just, I went. Don't you to, wish that you just could be able to run that fast? You know what? And I, I finally got to see him play in person because I went to the A&M LSU game. He's faster than that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just watching him in person, boy, when he gets to the edge or mm-hmm. gets a crease, he's he, like a jet just shot right out of a cannon. Uh, and even the the quarterback from Florida ran well. Yes, he did. Richardson. Yep, four four. And he uh, he's six four, two hundred forty four pounds. I saw Vince Young. I saw Vince Young. I That's thought he all was I a saw. little Every guy. Every time I see him take forty off. and a half he's vertical and a ten without the jump too in college record setting. So you think Bryce Young's going to get? Knocked down because he's only five ten and a half or five ten and a quarter. I do, I do. Yeah, and it's a shame too. Yeah, he's you look awfully at him, good. Well, I, I mean, he's like you think of Drew Brees. Every time I see him, I think of Drew Brees. How tall do you think the uh, TC? By the way, the TCU quarterback Max Duggan ran a four five two. No way. Yes. Seriously. Four five two. I missed that one. How tall do you think he is? Five eight. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very short. Six, 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 one and, and he's, a half. He's my height. Okay. Six, one and a yeah. half. Yeah, uh, that's His doable. His backup was like five eight. That's doable. Yeah, you can go six, one and a half. Six, like one. I said, Drew Brees did it, and he threw down the middle. Well, Mahomes can't be much taller than six one, huh? Mahomes is probably about six three. Uh, is he that he? tall? Yeah, he looks it. Let me look okay. him up. I'll look him up. You vamp, and I'll look him up. I was. I was. Uh, we get the official number at the combine when he. But again, with, with, with these with these guys, it depends on what offense you're going. Are you going to run an offense conducive to a quarterback that size? It has to, right? If you, you have take to. them, right? You have to. You have six to change two. your offense. Six two, six two and one eighth, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Now, that's the other Mahomes part of it. Much taller than that. That's the that's the other part of it. Is uh, how much weight are you carrying? Sturdy. Yeah. That's right. Well, and that's what I like about T- Anthony Richardson. 244 pounds. I, mean, well, I didn't realize he was the, the, the that kid big. from TCU, he's he's pretty stout for a six-footer. Well, what about Hurts? Hurts is – Yeah, how tall do you think Hurts is? I was going to say 6'1". I was going to say six feet. He's I think he's 6'1", he's 6'1", 223. 
No, you can do it. Anytime over six feet. Yeah, I think you're good. You just got to make sure if you're taking the guy, then you got to adjust. You have to adjust how you don't pass say, block. How okay, you I'm pass taking block. this guy and I'm running Troy Aikman's offense. Right. Can't do it. Okay. Producer Supreme just informed me, and I'm now looking at it, that uh, what do you think Mahomes ran his 40 time at the combine? 4-6. Four, four, you said you got four six. You got four seven, mm-hmm. four eight. <laughs> yeah, he really. You he know don't what, play though? four eight. Yeah, I, you know I what, haven't though? seen him catch. No one has caught him from behind. They have yet. not. They Here's have not. why you do the other drills. Guess what his three cone drill was. I have. No if clue. you're under seven, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like like for Demarcus Ware was a was a six eight six or something like that, mm-hmm. and Mahomes was six eight eight. Wow. That shows that little quickness, you know, scrambling around the pocket. That's, mm-hmm. That is a sign of that right there. Yeah. Six, eight, eight. You don't want your quarterback running right. 40 yards. But you do want yeah. him to be nifty in the pocket. Right. That's right. Yeah. Quick That's right. feet. Yeah. It's very interesting. Let, let me Never see the feet. Mm-hmm. Never thought about that. Yep. My great uncle told me when. Here's a wide receiver for. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was sorry. just going to say, my my great aunt had really bad feet towards the end, and he told me when I go look for a wife, make sure she has good feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about quarterbacks, make sure they have good feet. Oh, uh, your uncle has a foot fetish, huh? <laughs> no, he just didn't want to have to help somebody out like he had to help her walk at the. No, uh, on an age. You, you want to end on that? <laughs> well, I don't know. We so. could get into Michael Parsons. <laughs> yeah, Jackson sure. Smith and Jigba, wide receiver, Ohio State yes. from Rockwall. Yes. Okay. He was injured this year, had a yeah. hamstring injury, missed most all of last season. I mean, he just went off at the Rose Bowl the year before, whatever. He's a guy to keep an eye on. His three cone, six five seven. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and he's put together. I'm big. Before we go, Bryce Young, 5'10". Kyler Murray, 5'10". Baker Mayfield, 6 feet. Russell Wilson, 5'11". Drew Brees, 6 feet. Pretty good quarterbacks. Are All they? of them short. Except for the Oklahoma ones? I know you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> I almost left him off the list just, just to, to, to rid us of smart-ass comments. <laughs> I, I was being negative towards Oklahoma. Yeah, there, I know. Though. I know. Yeah. All right. Uh, does it? And with that. Okay. You know what next week is? It's the start of NFL free agency. You have to listen. The gossip will begin. <laughs> next Monday. See you later. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!